We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the RotoWire DFS Podcast NHL Edition, brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Paul, by Paul Bruno as we break down the Friday and Saturday NHL slates. You can find Paul on Twitter at Statsman22, and also check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. The RotoWire DFS Podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate or review us, please go ahead and do so. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Paul, welcome to another Friday and Saturday of fantasy NHL action. Thank you very much, Josh. We have a light slate of games tonight, but interesting to note that the three visiting teams uh, in tonight's action all played last night, and that weighs heavily into the picks that we're going to talk about for uh, tonight's games anyway. All right, so let's go ahead and go jump right into it and break down those three games uh, that you just mentioned and uh, how you see that um, as an overview before we dive into the individual plays. Sure. Well, we have the Rangers visiting Washington. The Rangers had a tough game last night and actually lost their starting goaltender. So they'll be putting Antti Ranta in uh, as a backup. He's a pretty good quality guy, but he's going to be facing the best in the game and the best in the business in Braden Holpe at the other end. Who's well, he's well-rested, and the Caps team is rolling right now, so you can anticipate a bit of a Washington stack in tonight's lineup. Followed by Edmonton on the second of back-to-backs. They had a great night last night and uh, have a favorable matchup when you think about the quality of their opposition in Columbus, but I am wary of a lowly Edmonton team coming up with two good efforts on the road in consecutive nights. And finally, we have the New Jersey Devils. They had an emotional win last night, and they go into the uh, 
uh, Dallas area to face the Stars, the NHL's second most potent offense, and uh, they're lying in wait, well rested, and all guns should be firing from the home, for the home standing Stars tonight. Talk to all the business owners out there. If you have a business, you might need a website. Why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? So no matter what business you're in, Wix.com is something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy to worry about the budgets, the scheduling appointments, or too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, makes a lot of sense to take advantage of these teams that are all uh, in rough back-to-back situations here. So let's go ahead and talk about this individually, and we'll start out at the uh, center position. Okay, uh, right off the top, I'm going to go against what I said, kind of, but you do that when you pick Connor McDavid. $7,200 is the value for Edmonton. On a point-per-game basis, Josh, he ranks second in the league behind only Patrick Kane in points per game. And uh, he has missed a chunk of the season, no question, but he's shown in in his uh, growing sample that he was well worth the first overall pick and uh, all the rave reviews as a generational-type talent. And uh, the team is playing a lot better around him. So uh, that makes him, uh, I guess, a bit of a cheaper pick than I expected, given this matchup and the way he's been playing. Since his return, the Oilers have been very good consistent offensively and uh, shutting things down a little bit more on the defensive side. Following him, I've got Nick Backstrom at $6,700. This is a stunning price for me when you think about the fact that he's playing alongside Alex Ovechkin, and those two are just to uh, one of the best pairings uh, of any offensive duos in the NHL. So anything less than 7500 bucks is a bargain for Backstrom. He's uh, got six assists in his last four games. He's the fifth most expensive center on tonight's board, which is a shock to me. So those are the two uh, high-end guys. I follow you with a value pick, another Edmonton Oiler, 4200 bucks for Leon Dreisaitl. I find this an extremely low price for a talented pivot who's working with Taylor Hall, one of the best left wings in hockey. In Edmonton, I've already said that Oilers are playing with much more structure, and they may be more of a match than Columbus is anticipating when they roll into town tonight. All right, fair enough. Uh, my question to you is, um, have you ever been out to Edmonton, uh, Hairball? No, I, I see no reason why. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, if I'm going to go out west in Canada, I'm going to go all the way to the coast and visit uh, Vancouver Island, I think. That that's, uh, makes more sense to me rather than Edmonton, where uh, winter's... Uh, 10 months long, and then they got two months of sledding in the summertime. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Too. You know what? So many people have said it to me. They're like, you know, and I was just talking about how one of my friends from Edmonton um, just took their kids to the water park in December. And I'm like, water park in December? Like, well, yeah, it's an indoor water park. And now I know <laughs> why it's an indoor water park because you're never swimming outside ever. Uh, no. in Edmonton. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you have it. You know, great destination if you love snow 11 out of 12 months of the year. So <laughs> excellent. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and that wraps it up for the center position. And we'll flip over to the wings and we'll talk about what you want to do on the left side here for Friday. All right. Jamie Ben, $8,100. That's the price for the best left winger in the NHL. 
He was the defending leading scorer in the NHL. He's not going to get that title because some guy named Patrick Kane is going wild in Chicago. But that doesn't discount him. He's playing, still playing big minutes on the top line and getting tons of power play time. Faces a Devils team that was pushed to the limit last night. I think they're going to be tired and no match for the homestanding stars. And uh, Jamie Benn could have a big night as, a, as he avoids top checkers with the last line change favoring Dallas. Behind him, I got Boone Jenner at 6100 bucks, First line winger. For 6100 bucks, you got to jump all over that anytime you can. I think it's good value for one of the league's best power forwards. A uh, favorable matchup for him because Edmonton shies away from his physical style of play. He has five goals in his last eight games. Then on the right side, I've got the... Uh, I mean, sorry, just to finish with a value pick on the left side, Alex Burakowski from Washington, 4700 bucks. He's the second-line winger uh, alongside the breakout star... Uh, Kuznetsov, who's actually leading the Capitals in scoring, and he's not even playing with Alex Ovechkin on a regular basis to show you how good he is. Uh, so it's a good fit for the countryman, and I think good value for Burkowski. So that's my look at the left side. All right, uh, I like it. And so let's go ahead and talk about some of these right wingers that we can uh, sort of take advantage of that are in the uh, mid to higher price range. Sure, we've got uh, Jordan Eberle at sixty-six hundred bucks. He's playing uh, the best, the best uh, right winger on the board tonight. If you look at the dollar value. Uh, he's the most expensive one, too, but he gets that favorable matchup against a weak Columbus team. He's thriving with his recent chance to play with Connor McDavid. I'll uh, illustrate that by showing that overall he has 40 points in 53 games, but he's been better than a point-per-game player since working next to McDavid in the last 12 starts. Behind him, i got Justin Williams from Washington. Comes in at a nice $5,200 uh, price tag. He's also on the cap second line. I'm motivated by the fact that the Rangers played last night and will be using that backup goalie Ranta in this situation against the high-octane Washington offense and uh, the Caps could have a field day and Williams is expected to be a part of that, I think. He's on pace for a career high in points and he's really enjoying his time in Washington. A good fit for what they've tried to do over there in the last year and a half, mixing guys with offensive skills and an attention to defense as well. He's one of the better two-way wingers in the league. And then a real good value play, I think, uh, a bit of a dark horse on the right side, uh, Valery Nichushkin in Dallas, $3,400. It's rare when you see such a low price for a first liner. He's getting a look, another shot at the top line minutes alongside Ben and, and uh, Tyler Sagan. He's big and skilled, and sooner or later, this guy's going to put it all together, Josh. And when he does, he's going to explode. And he's got 13 shots on goal in his last three games with this, uh, these line mates, and sooner or later, the puck's going to go in, maybe even tonight. Yeah, it uh, makes a ton of sense uh, for me overall. And you know what? I appreciate you doing the best that you can on using, you know, one or two syllable names. And that we're talking about Williams, Ben, Jenner. Eberly is a little questionable there. We're, we're, we're really pushing the line on that one. But it's very <laughs> simple. So I, I'm going to let that one roll. Okay. Um, so um, I apologize. Lost in the whole spelling bee that I was preparing myself for. Um, did you get a chance to cover the, the value guys on for both on the left and the right side? Yes, I did, sir. I'm, I'm giving you Nichushkin on the right flank, and on the left wing, I give you a Burakovsky. So they okay. both come in at less than 5000 In fact, Nichushkin is $3,400 value, okay. best on the board. Now I recall why I, I breezed over those names. I was like, there's no chance I'm, I'm messing with any either of those. So I almost pretended like I put them out of my mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you have it. All right, uh, before we jump into uh, some defense, Defense here uh, on the uh, Friday slate. We're going to talk about uh, rotowire.com and their free 10 day trial that they have available for everybody out there. So uh, if you haven't taken advantage 
of the free uh, 10-day trial to take advantage of all, all the projections, the uh, lineup optimizers for NHL, for uh, NBA, Major League Baseball coming up, the NFL season, college basketball, soccer, and golf. That's going in full swing here. Uh, you can get the 10-day free trial at rotowire.com slash pod. Up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections, complete draft kits uh, for NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL. And so make, make sure you check that out. Take advantage of all the, all the great information that we use for this very show. Let them know that Josh and Paul sent you rotowire.com slash pod free 10 day trial all right on to the defense people who are trying to keep the uh puck out of the goal here paul what do we want to do here uh for the friday slate well my uh, three blue line picks all classify as top value picks on tonight's board that's why i went a little nuts with the money that i spent elsewhere in my roster it gave me a chance to load up with high-end forwards and the top goalie. In fact, I'm going to go live with the my lineup tonight. I feel really good about it. Matt Niskanen with Washington at $4,400. He's moved up to the role of power play quarterback here while uh, John Carlson is out on the IR. And that means three points and 16 shots on goal in the last four games, well above his season-long pace and owing to his added responsibilities. Seeing more playing time behind the big boys on offense, a big part of this pick. And uh, Niskanen is two years removed from being a top 10 defenseman in terms of the scoring in the National Hockey League. He must feel like a teenager gifted by his parents with a flashy new sports car and the keys for free. Yeah, and right. then then behind them, uh, behind him, I got uh, Seth Jones, Columbus Blue Jackets, $4,200. That's another great value because he's quickly and quietly assumed the role of number one D-man in Columbus with Nashville. I'll, I'll illustrate again. He had only po- 11 points in 40 games. With Columbus, he's basically doubled that pace, 12 points in 23 games. And he gets a chance to pad those stats against an Edmonton team that is willing to trade opportunities. And uh, they could be in trouble when uh, Columbus goes on the power play. He'll play the point and uh, should produce there as well. Then a value pick on the blue line, I got go with Alex Goligoski. He's given up the spotlight on defense in Dallas to John Klingberg, who's one of the top five scorers in the defenseman uh, scoring. But He's no slouch in generating offensive flow as well, Josh. He has at least two shots on goal in 10 of his last 13 games and is playing upwards of 22 minutes per game for, the, as I mentioned, the league's second-best scoring club. So I see good value in playing Goligoski tonight. All right, any chance that Rick Nash is related to Steve Nash or Nash Bridges? No, they, they don't look alike. They're about a foot different in, in height, I think. No, not really. Maybe they're about four inches in height. And Nash is Canadian in origin. you, you got to know that I'm going to pump the Canadians any chance I get. Right. Rick Nash is a guy that's been out of the lineup in, in New York. It's interesting you bring up his name because he's due back in a couple of weeks. And the Rangers, while they made a couple of moves at the trade deadline, the fact that they get big Rick Nash back in their lineup down the stretch is one of the better additions that any team could hope for down the stretch. Has Rick Nash had the type of career that will garner Hall of Fame consideration, or is he just a really good player that was more... I believe he was a former number one overall pick, if I'm correct. Is that right? Yeah, he was in Columbus, and uh, he, he just... He's a great talent. He's played internationally representing Canada on numerous occasions, but when you're talking about Hall of Fame players, I think he just falls a little bit short of that threshold. Quality player... Uh, uh, not really a top 10 scorer in the NHL, and really, despite all the skills that he has, you might say he didn't score as much as he should have, given the basket of skills that he was blessed with. All right, fair enough. So it sounds like he's just slightly underperformed the number one overall price tag that was uh, laid upon him way Perhaps. back when. Yeah, yeah. All right, time to talk some goalies here. I think we got a pretty good one on the slate, and it's a very high price tag. But I'm assuming that you know, given the short slate and the fact that he's uh, essentially the best business as you've advertised, that he's got to be worth it. So let's talk about it. Well, Braden Holtby, this guy has been. Uh 
a guy that I've been watching very closely through his career. And when I had a, whenever I've had a chance to draft him in my pools, I go ahead and pick him because I know he's landed in a great situation in Washington where this team has really made a commitment to defense that matches the high-end offensive skill. And that's why they are the, the elite team in the Western, the Eastern Conference, I should say. He's coming into tonight's matchup well-rested. Not only is he the top goalie in the league, but he's got a rest for missing the last start uh, when they played the Leafs. And he gets a favorable matchup, as I said, against the Rangers club that had a tough game last night. And the Rangers, for their part, will use a backup goalie in this matchup. So I find that I can afford Holby in, in tonight's slate because I'm happy to fill my defense with the aforementioned cheap value picks tonight, along with Dreisaitl against Columbus. So that's why I give Braden uh, Holby a shot tonight. And I wouldn't be surprised if he comes up with a shutout. All right, that's what you're definitely looking for uh, on Fandle there to get those extra bonus points uh, with, you know, zero goals allowed and the win. So good spot for him overall as long as you can make the standards work out. And I think Paul has afforded some great values for you to take advantage of that. So we're going to go ahead and flip the page here to Saturday, March 5th, 2016. I believe we have, are we looking at 11 games on the slate here, 10 games? How many do we, do we have here, Paul? we got a mid full. Let's see, six nine i think we got 11 yes 11. and uh, and uh, only two of them feature teams that are in back-to-back situations washington travels to boston and columbus travels to philadelphia so uh, while we don't have any prices for saturday's picks i will afford you the opportunity to listen to one of my tips when i when i deal with a busy day like tomorrow's slate i make use of the nhl depth charts on rotowire's hockey page which i actually administer in the mornings every day and so i know who's playing where and with whom and on the power plays and it behooves all fantasy players to take a look at that page to find out about the playing situations that their their possible picks are are into on a daily basis yeah, and uh, speaking of uh, of that there as well, just to sort of um, hammer at home that point here, Rotowire is the lineup provider, I believe, for DraftKings uh, in terms of yeah. injuries and depth charts yeah. there as well. So, yeah. and and if that means Paul's responsible for that information, that he's the he's booking the information in terms of who's playing, who's injured, who's in, who's not. That DraftKings is using to alert people in their DFS uh, lineups there as well. And on top of that, uh, we're I've, we've we provide a lot of in, uh, lineup information for um, uh, ESPN as well. So that's that. That's how uh, important this information is in terms of DFS purposes. So exactly right. So you can definitely take advantage of some great information uh, there, as uh, um, you know, in terms of who could be available and who you want to make use of in your lineups on Saturday. So let's go ahead and talk about this here at the center position for Saturday. A lot of options. Um, we've got some um, some top players that we can sort of take advantage of, and we'll start here right in the middle. All right. Well, I picked uh, Claude Giroux because he catches a weak Columbus club. That's in one of those back-to-back game scenarios. And Giroux remains one of the league's top setup guys, particularly on the power play. This guy will set up everybody. He's, he's, everything seems to flow through him, and he seems to be setting up uh, a, lot of his, a lot of the key plays that you see in the nightly Philadelphia highlight packages. So against Columbus, he could have a field day in that matchup, and I don't think he's going to be one of the highest uh, centers in terms of cost on the board, maybe about fifth or sixth, so a good, uh, relatively good value play. Then uh, below, behind him, I got Jeff Carter. He's uh, accepting his usual heavy workload and is averaging three shots on goal per game to match a, a career high. He rises to the occasion in big games, typically uh, in Los Angeles, and there's no bigger contest than tomorrow night's slate than a visit with the Anaheim Ducks, the cross uh, cross town rivals. 
uh, in a game that's of huge importance to both clubs. It's expected to be a physical affair, and that should mean lots of power play time where Carter is a focal point for the Los Angeles Kings. Right. Then be- behind him, in terms of a value play, I picked Patrice Bergeron. He gets a favorable matchup if you can call a visit from the Washington Capitals favorable, but the Caps will be on the second of back-to-back dates by that time having a game tonight and tomorrow, and the Caps will likely be forced to use their backup goalie. So that's why I look for Bergeron, who can come in at a bit of a lower value than uh, you might think, uh, considering he's a number one center and given the matchup. But And Boston, I should note, Josh, they took advantage of a similar scenario earlier this week against Chicago, the Western Division uh, Conference's top team earlier in the week, where they have another top goalie whom they rested, on the second of back-to-backs, and Boston beat them on home ice. So they have the same opportunity to do that, and they're hoping history repeats. And uh, for his part, Bergeron also ranks as one of the best two-way players. He will counterattack against the Kuznetsov line and could come, uh, come away with some real quality opportunities because the Kuznetsov line is more of a one-way offensive unit. All right. I think then those all um, make some serious sense for us there as well. So we can go ahead and flip from the center to the left wing position and talk about who uh, we should make a case for on the left side here for Saturday. All right. Well, Max Pacioretty in Montreal. We've uh, we've talked about Montreal's struggles in my other uh, podcast with Andrew Fiorentino, the great ones that uh, we have on iTunes as well. And Montreal's struggles may bring uh, Pacioretty's price down a bit, but he still remains a threat on a nightly basis. He's probably the go-to guy for Montreal's offense, if you can pick one. Winnipeg takes lots of penalties for their part, and one thing Montreal still does well is they operate a very good power play where Max is one of the big keys. So he'll get scoring opportunities with the extra man. I think uh, another uh, top left-wing option is Alex Killorn. He should come at a very good price, I think, because he's a first-line winger, but he doesn't have the profile of some of the other top left-wingers in the league. He has a good matchup against, matchup against a uh, weak Carolina team, while Tampa Bay is sizzling of, of late. And uh, for his part, Killorn's on a season-best hot streak with eight points in his last nine games. If there's a value play on the board on the left-wing, I'm going to go way down the board and pick Kyle Rowe. Uh, if you want to take the ultimate low-cost value play, he's a great candidate. I think he was recently recalled by the Panthers to play on their top line with Yarmir Jagr and uh, Barkov at center. He's 23 years old and qualifies for this chance after being a prolific scorer at the University of Minnesota. And uh, the matchup against a loose Arizona defense should provide multiple opportunities for a more disciplined Panthers offense. And I look for Rao to be a part of that. All right, so my next question for you here is, Yomi Yager, at his uh, tender age of 146, <laughs> um, do you feel like he, they are doing the right thing with him in terms of minutes? Uh, you know, and obviously he's not the guy who's going to be playing every minute of every line possible at, at his, his age now. Um, so what, what's your general thoughts on how, you, how um, they're distributing his minutes in his 76th NHL season? Well, for, for one thing, he's a little bit younger than you suggest. Uh, he's in his early 40s, 43, I believe. And he just came across uh, Gordie Howe's lifetime stats. He tied uh, Gordie Howe for points, third in the history of the National Hockey League the other night with 1,850. He's been around a long time, but he's turned the page in terms of some of the antics that were assignable to him earlier in the year off the ice and become much more fanatical about physical fitness. So he can accept a heavy workload. And when the puck's on his stick... The pace of play changes, and it's hard as all heck to get the puck off this guy unless he wants to give it up. He's still one of the best at puck possession, the puck possession game. So uh, 
he's still got a lot of skills and he's got a tremendously high hockey IQ and that might, makes him uh, a pleasure to play with I'm sure for both of the younger line mates that he will be on the ice with tonight or tomorrow. Um, do you think he's responsible for babysitting duty for his younger 23-year-old teammate now um, being that he's doubled him in age? Well, he's brought along a number of guys in the, in the couple of years that he's been with the Panthers and and uh, remains a bit of a beacon for these guys because he is double the age of some of the players, and yet his fitness level may be equal to some of them. And so that's a state, quite a statement uh, for one of the league's uh, oldest players. He's, he's really an anomaly in the NHL, and I hope for, uh, for hockey fans' sake that he can find a way to extend his career beyond this season. He's not made a decision in that regard. He's still playing first-line minutes, so you can, and, and one of the top scorers in Florida, a first-place team in the Atlantic Division, so his profile is still there as a top uh, performer. All right, well, I see no reason for him to slow down then there as well. All I'm going to say is if I'm Yomir Yager, I'm making a serious case for extra per diem because I pay something like 15 to $20 an hour for babysitting. And if he's going to be, you know, if he's going to, they're going to stick him with the kids on his line there as well, there should be a little extra something in the kitty for him. Exactly. You know, that's that's the way I approach my thing. I don't know if, if Florida feels the same way. But sure. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and flip over to the right side here for Saturday and talk about um, some, maybe some options that we can talk about uh, in terms of getting some value uh, in scoring on the right wing. All right, well, I, I took uh, a look at the Pittsburgh matchup and I decided to stack their top two right wingers. Uh, they feature ultra ultimate skill on the top scoring lines because now they've got their top two centers back and healthy. So Malkin and Crosby are going to be the big dollar players in Pittsburgh. But I think good value can be found in Phil Kessel and Patrick Hornquist, both of whom won't rank among the top five or ten uh, right wingers tomorrow night. And so they should come in at good prices, I think. And they're both produ- being productive of late on, uh, on a Pittsburgh attack that seems to have, have got the team going in the right direction. And they get a great matchup against a floundering Calgary team that's going, gone one win, eight losses, and one overtime loss in the last 10 games. The Flames are pretty much mailing it in at this stage uh, right now, Josh. And uh, I think uh, Pittsburgh could have a big night tomorrow night. As long and as then- you're using um, you know, priority mail postage... I'm okay with them mailing it in, personally. (laughs) Well, and I got one more right wing. The value play of the night, I think, on the right side is Charlie Coyle in Minnesota. Oddly, this guy has number three on his back. That's a very low number, typically, for wingers, I find. I don't see that too often. And uh, he's been more of a checker most of his career, but he's really found... the fountain of scoring youth, I guess you might say, if you want to stretch a couple of uh, of uh, proverbs together. Uh, first line minutes, seven goals in the last 12 games. Charlie Coyle looks to me like a very good value, and he won't come in very much higher than that $3 price tag tomorrow night, I don't think. Maybe 3000 <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's a nice super bargain that you can take advantage of if you feel like he might be a good tournament play for yourself. So I think we've wrapped up the uh, the, the right and the left wings, including the values uh, um we're, we're covered there. Am I correct? Yes, yes, sir. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the top defensive plays here for Saturday. All right, well, uh, I really like Brett Burns in the matchup that he has against the Vancouver Canucks. It's the second of a home and home series between these two teams, and he had a solid game a three-point game in Vancouver the other night. The, the, the Canucks simply don't match the physical style uh, that he brings to the table. He's like a runaway locomotive, this guy. you got to love his beard, too. If you, haven't, if you don't know what he looks like, 
it's well worth a Google to entertain yourself with the, maybe the ugliest beard in pro sports. He, he'll get a ton of room on the ice, not just because of his looks, but just because of the fact that he is that runaway locomotive. And he'll pour a ton of shots on goal most nights. Uh, so really good uh, pick if you're looking for a lot of productivity. It's going to cost you, though, one of the high-end guys on the board. Then behind him, Chris Letang, finally looking once again like a top-scoring D-man in the league benefiting from that high-octane Pittsburgh offense. But he's the linchpin that drives it from the blue line. With nine points in his last eight games, he gets that same good matchup against uh, Calgary and their suspect goaltending in this matchup tomorrow night. Then a value play a little closer to home for me. I'm going to be in attendance tomorrow night when the Leafs host the Ottawa Senators. The return of Dion Phaneuf in the Battle of Ontario. He'll be wearing enemy colors. And two of the kids that he mentored over the last couple of years, Jake Gardner and Morgan Riley, are the centerpieces of, uh, of the next wave of the Toronto defense. They'll be looking to, to prove to their master that they learned a few tricks before he went away, and uh, they're going to try and strut their stuff. I think they're both going to come in as good value plays tomorrow night. Uh, those are all solid plays that I will be borrowing from you in my fantasy lineups, if you, if you don't mind there um, as well. And then so we, we're going to wrap it up um, with a uh, Pittsburgh goalie here uh, for the Saturday slate. You know, I offered one tip earlier. Uh, the second tip that I that I offer is again, this is where I begin my the building of my team, Josh, and I look at the easiest win on the board when picking Saturday's goalie. So Flurry to me looks like that candidate. He he will cost you. He faces a dispirited Calgary team, as I mentioned, that's won eight and one in their last ten games. One of the worst worst defensive clubs in the NHL. They give up a lot of shots, and they're going to get a lot of shots on goal from the high octane. Pittsburgh group that I've been talking about. Uh, I see uh, a great opportunity to do a, a Pittsburgh stack tomorrow night. Uh, conversely, for their part, the Penguins, as I said, are hitting on uh, most cylinders, 6-3-1, and one, and they finally look like a team that's uh, destined for the playoffs where there was some doubt earlier in the season. I see this as an easy night for the man they call the flower in Pittsburgh. All right, fair enough. Uh, I like that call there as well. Um, the last question I'll have for you, this, this, may, this is for a you know, a non-hockey aficionado like myself there. Any relation to Theo Fleury uh, for the, the Fleury here in Pittsburgh? Are you up on your genealogy of late, Josh? Is that why these <laughs> questions are coming up? Uh, no, there's no relationship there, uh, I don't think. Theo Fleury is uh, from Western, Western Canada, I believe, and, and uh, Marc Andre is from the province of Quebec. So they are both of Canadian origin, but uh, very diverse backgrounds. Uh, in, one in was a like num- a five number. foot two speedy guy, and one is a is a is a meat grinder between you know uh, uh, the, the, uh, the you know in in net. So they they don't look anything like each other. I know that, uh, but uh, I just wondered if there would be you know any sort of relation because um, you know I'm sure that there's he, there's probably two of three flurries in Canada if if I'm correct, right? Well, if you if you uh, want to laugh a bit. Uh, the, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury did a turn uh, spoofing the Saturday, the Slapshot movie, the famous movie with Paul Newman, where he did, uh, he did a, a mock-up of the uh, famous scene where the goalie comes in for an interview and explains a few of the penalties around the league uh, in, a, in a very humorous manner. So it's worth Googling and, uh, and shows the lighter side of Marc-Andre Fleury, who was one of the team leaders in Pittsburgh, actually. All right. Well, I definitely uh, won't. Um, 
uh, mind checking that out. That sounds pretty good. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the Friday and Saturday slate here. And with uh, Paul Bruno's picks uh, for FanDuel.com, the official uh, sponsor of the Rotowire DFS podcast. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Paul on Twitter at Statsman22. You can also follow me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. Uh, and you can also subscribe to this very show on iTunes and Stitcher for your download and convenience. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back here next Friday for another edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast NHL edition. Thank you.